Speaking the truth about money is for anyone ready and willing to examine their negative thinking about money, let go of the false narrative of the scarcity mindset, and has the courage to change the way they think and talk about money. My name is Martin Coward, former Fortune 100 wealth manager turned prosperity mindset coach on a mission to eradicate the scarcity mindset from our planet. Each week, we share stories with extraordinary people changing the future by changing the way they think about money to the truth. We are powerful human beings with infinite resources, including money, to create a world of abundance and prosperity for everyone to enjoy. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Speaking the Truth About Money with Martin Coward and Joy the Wise Woman. I am both Martin Coward and Joy the Wise Woman. Martin is my human name, and Joy the Wise Woman is my spiritual name. So thank you here. We're here to talk about truth about money and power and all those things that we get disillusioned by. And I'm so excited today to have two people that I just love dearly. Aisha, Peace, and Abba Henry. Abba Henry is one of my clients. Actually, they're both clients of mine. But Abba Henry is one of my coaching clients. He's my business partner, my virtual assistant. And Abba works part of our team, and he works with one of my, she works with one of my clients. But they're both leaders in Africa right now. Uh, Aisha working a lot with the lesbian community, phobic. Uh, culture of Africa that's created a lot of pain and suffering for many, many, many Africans, and it continues on. And, and these are both, both of these, both Abba and Asha are both uh, Ugandans, and they are both living in Kenya as as refugees seeking asylum to because it's unsafe to live in Uganda as a queer person right now. And we're going to start out with asking Aisha first. It tells a little bit about what is what, what does it feel like to live in another country, to be place of un, that live that live in that place that's so uh, harsh toward you, and sometimes can be even you're living in Kenya. So tell us a little bit about what that what that feels like, Aisha. What that what tell us a little your story. Um, thank you so much, Martin. I'm glad to be here. Um, I'm Aisha Pis. I'm a lesbian living in Kakma refugee camp in Kenya. Um, I came from Uganda and um, the reason why I fled from my country is, um, you know, living in a country where even your family dislikes you, they disown you and at least they would rather see you dead instead of like being alive and you're disgracing them. So it's really, really bad for me. All, but for everyone, but for every queer African child who is living this side. Um, living in a country where you're not born, but still it's where you have to be. I will say I'm a little bit grateful for Kenya that came as my, um, my rescuer. Because, you know, coming from your country and people welcoming you the way you are, even if even their country laws don't agree with you, but at least still they um, they welcome you. That is a little bit more advanced and more lovely. 
So it's not easy, again, being in this country because many homophobic people are around us and we go through a lot as queer ladies and men in this community where people hate us, they discriminate us, they can do anything, you can do anything. Here, yeah, okay, Martin, you're talking about um, money, but to tell you the truth is no one can even employ you as a queer person. No one can give you anything or you don't have where to start. Even if you start for yourself a business, no one will support you because you're a queer refugee. So it's very, very hard for us to live in this country, not even ours, not even this, because we are not there. People cannot agree with who we are. They don't agree with it at any cost. But we are just living a life and we have to live because we have dreams and we also people like them and we have red blood flowing into our veins, but they can't accept us. I don't know why, but I'm just grateful that we have people like you, Martin, who can accept us no matter what you're ready for us. Yeah, at least that is a little bit of my story. Well, you know, you know, I, 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 I've to know you. I truly, truly just love you and adore you and think you're just a wonderful woman. And I really admire your courage to be working with ABBA and other uh, leaders in, in Kenya to a better life and, and, and from a place of love and gratitude for what you have. Uh, and you're, I know I've got, as I've gotten to know you, I know you're doing it from a place of love and compassion for yourself and for your family. Uh, and we're, and that's the way we, that's the way we create change. We create change. We create change by changing people's hearts and minds. And I think what's, that's the point of our show today is to get people to know really what a lovely and beautiful and woman you are. And it has nothing to do our, our beauty and our love and our, and our worthiness has nothing to do with who we like to sleep with. So thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your story. Abba, my dear, my dear King over here that I love so much, tell us a little bit about your story and what it's like for you to be living as a refugee, asylum seeker, a Ugandan living in Kenya right now. Uh, and then we're going to, I want to hear a little bit about your y'all's vision of this new city you want to build and what we're trying to do to get there. Yes, I'm, I'm so grateful and thank you for this opportunity to be live today with you, my boss, my <laughs> friend, Mr. Friend, <laughs> and my coach as well. Um, it's really hard, actually, if we had to start. It's really hard to be in a country that we were not born, but you're there as a refugee or an asylum seeker. It's really hard because oh the favorites that you would get it would be in your country because you feel comfortable there but we cannot be safe there so it's the reason that's why we seek asylum in the second country or country where you feel like we can be comfortable and on a note i would like to to to, to let the world know that we appreciate kenyan government and the uncl because in fact most of the time we're complaining and many people are complaining like but the fact is they do welcome us, they register and they understand us. So at least we do appreciate them. We really do appreciate it. Though there are some people, let's say in the police, there are some few who mistreat us and do that, but they understand us because if they give us an asylum, their country, it means they understand who we are. And at least we should appreciate that. So we cannot go on not appreciating the work that they do for us. 
living here as an asylum seeker is really hard because it's not you inside the government of Kenya that tell the people to be homophobic to us. So we shouldn't yeah. be them. It's according to the communities. It's upon the communities that we find on the, on, the, on the ground that they feel like we are not tolerated. But for the government and the UNCR themselves, they're doing their job. Of which we cannot blame them of what they are supposed to do for us, when they will do for us, when they will decide for us and all that. But we appreciate the little that we get here and we're still alive. It's not the way you live your own parents and they disown you, your own family, and then they turn against you because you're gay or you're a Zibia, and then they feel like you're a disgrace to them. As Aisha has elaborated upon that, it's better than that because no one is after you other than the community itself where you're living, which is at least understandable that I, Abba, Aisha, and other people, we understood the fact of being minorities and we're doing this that we're putting a chain we, we we're not uh like discriminating anyone we, we we want to put in a place like working with the lesbians they are part of our community they are transgenders they are part of our community and while when we still uh asylum seekers in kenya what have we done for ourselves we are always called like uh uh blaming, blaming the the government the UN said they will not that but we ourselves what have we done people after our lives let's say the, the years that we've spent in the camp and all that we've seen what have we done i'm really so grateful to meet you martin my coach and people that are being supportive to us that right now we have what we call program diamond mind that is uh, up to transform the lives of lgbtq in kenya and yeah. not only in kenya but we are like this will go for the whole of Africa, and this is what we are calling building a new city, a, a, a new, you know, it, it's actually, we call it a new city because it's something that we want to transform the lives of LGBT. Yeah, I love that. I love that idea of a new, and, and, and just to give people a little backstory of how I got, yeah. how I became your boss and your and your partner, et cetera, was when I, 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 I gave Abba a scholarship to my coaching program and he needed an iPhone and a laptop. And my rational thinking mind said, oh, that's crazy. What do you do? You can't, you can't go to Nairobi to deliver uh, a laptop and a, and a cell phone. That doesn't make any sense. But my heart, there was a divine calling within me that said, you've got to go to Abba. You're being called. He's calling you. His heart is calling you to come and help him and support him. And so what I did, I went to, I, I literally got on a plane and flew to Nairobi in November to deliver a cell phone and a, and, and a, and a laptop so that he could participate in my program. Abba traveled for two days from Nairobi on a pass to meet with me. And he stayed with me at this nice hotel and we became very good friends. But the very first night we got there, I knew it was a divine intervention. I knew I had met, I'd come home. I had met, I had met a King. I had met someone that just, radiates love and compassion and i knew he was the leader who was there to lead his people and uh, i gave him a little piece of a, a, a little chapter from eckhart tolle's famous book a new earth and in that book it, the last paragraph it talks about a new city and a new earth where it's built on love where everybody's loved accepted and can thrive and there's no superiority it's just it's it's really the the vision of a world, yes, 
It's a vision of a world of unconditional love. And so I knew, I mean, I almost want to cry right now, but I just, that, that, that moment, that moment on that first night with Ab and I talking about that common mission to build, and he shared with me that mission to build this community, to build this city in Africa, opened my heart to a whole new way of understanding life on planet earth for me. And it opened up my heart to wanting to live in that in that space, in that heart space. And I found something that I wanted to commit my life to. And that was to, and all of my coaching and all of my coaching practice is there toward supporting Abba and my queer brothers and sisters to liberate themselves from the, the um, really old, outdated, homophobic culture of the African people. And they didn't start with the Africa. I have a firm belief that th this didn't, this is not at the heart of the African people. This was something that came into the African country with white uh, colonization. Because all those mean, nasty uh, rules that are on y'all's books in every country, they come out of colonial rule. And so I feel a sense of joy and love to be able to come and say, one, let's 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 talk about where this false narrative came from that you were less than, and let's go back and heal that. And if I can do something to heal that wound and, and love and supporting you guys in building this sustainable city, because we're gonna do it. We are going to do anything you build out of love, anything you build out of unconditional love, like we're doing. It's going to happen, and I and I just I just feel so much joy knowing that I've got these two beautiful, amazing, heart-centered leaders who are actually so committed to this and so passionate about this building this new city. We're doing it right now. We are doing it. So I want both of you give you a chance to just talk. Either one of you can go, Aisha or Abba to talk about uh, this idea of this new city where your brothers and sisters from not only from the Kakuma camp, but from all over Africa can come and thrive, can feel safe to raise their families, to love who they want to love. If, if it's a transgender to dress the way they want to dress. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's not ideal in America yet, but it certainly is. I'm certainly am safe. I'm, I can get married, for example. I mean, I'm married to a man and, and it's, and I, and I have protections for that. So I'd like to hear about, so you're leading a real big movement there in Africa. Tell me a little bit about this new city and, and, and what you'd like it to look like. Yeah. Thank you so much, Martin. Actually, uh, we, we have our vision and uh, it's looking like this. Um, the transformation that we want to see, we want to see, a place or want to get a place or would like to have a place where everyone is free where people can transform their lives by working but by getting their families or when a man is marrying a man it's free a woman a woman is free but you know it's still in kenya it's not allowed like a man you cannot marry a man and it's, it's officially they can't accept that but as we're here and the government knows we're here in uh we're still here. We have a vision that if we get like a safe house, what we're calling a stay or a land somewhere like in the suburbs, because we cannot deal with the, 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 com the, the communities in the village, like in Kakuma camp, because people are still backward and they're up to killing people. 
but in in around urban centers people they mind about their businesses they don't have time for you and never at least queer people can have some tolerance to live around urban areas so long as they're living on their own so we, we like you just imagine a, a, a place or where you're not renting from the landlord it will be homophobic to you but you've owned your own land because in kenya you can buy own land you guys so we like we the queer communities we do what it takes since we're still here and we don't know whether the government will help us or other people will be resettled or what we don't know because getting a resettlement is a privilege you cannot tell you any said that you come and resettle me and then you rent for your life you didn't run for resettlement you understand mm -hmm. so as we hear we like if we can be able to get an area where we can set up our families our friends our relatives our sisters and who are in a queer community who are like they are queers they are gays they are lesbians they are transgenders the family that we understand and being just not being like uh lgbtiq but if because some people can be able to work so transform them we get an area or a place where we can get buildings or an abandoned school we buy it on our own money since we're still in kenya and then we transform the lives of those people who are willing to work they live freely they get what to eat they get water they are free to get to internet they can research they can study what we are calling a program diamond made is like the way we've created this and the best example it's me and aisha Aisha bought this idea that I talked to her and I was like, Aisha, we are transforming lives. We lead us. I have to be exemplary to the rest of the people. And she's working as, an, as a virtual assistant, like the way I'm doing. But the rest of the people would like to do the same. But they don't have the access to internet. They don't have access to phones. They don't have access to laptops and everything. This is what we're doing. To what we're calling a city or a safe house, the first place that we will get in Kenya that can accommodate more than hundreds of people or 30 people, depending on the first help that we get in our hands. We want to set up something like a lab or some kinds of uh, equipments like laptops, computers, internet, where people can come and do research, where people can come and study what they want to study, where people can have an opportunity to be like virtual assistants, like the job that I'm working for, that I'm doing for you, that Aisha is doing for Mike. And we teach them, we give them the basics, we give them the skills. Mm -hmm. So well, being an LGBTIQ or an asylum seeker or a refugee in Kenya, you're not entitled to work because you don't have a worker permit and the government won't issue that because you're a refugee. Yeah. It won't issue that. But then the best way is the only way that we go we've taken is working online. So yeah, that's why and, we Yeah, I mean and, and that and that's how we got to know each other because I was teaching you a course how to engage in internet commerce. And yeah. it's a multi-billion dollar business. And so the upside potential of this, the return on the investment in this is enormous. Because one, we call it diamond, we call it Project Diamond Man because you, I know, because we work together, that you guys are diamonds. When you, what happens to a diamond under pressure? It gets more resilient, it gets stronger, it gets brighter. And you are the, some of the brightest, most brilliant people I've ever known in my life. And since y'all started working with me, 
we we have achieved we have achieved more success in the last few months since you guys have worked with me every day than I've ever achieved in all of my in all of my business career. And it's all because we work together from the heart. We really care about each other, and we want to make a difference in the world. And that's that's what people want to know. You didn't even you. You didn't even know what a Google folder was, for God's sake, because yeah. you've been in a camp for the last three years. But that didn't matter. You learned all that pretty quickly. The thing that makes it work is the tremendous amount of love and support for each other to build that to, toward that common mission, whatever. My mission is, your mission is, when we come into the world and come into a relationship in a working environment, there's nothing we can't accomplish. So one of the things that we're going to be doing is is we're going to be building this elite tra uh, talent agency from yeah. this these diamonds that are going to be the best, the most talented, the brightest, not just virtual assistants, but graphic. There's, there's all sorts of ways that people can earn a living by assisting other people with tasks like graphic design, uh, podcast yeah. editing. I mean, there's it's a multi-billion dollar industry. And so if we can help, you get this place where one, we want to protect our assets, which are the people who live there, the people we're going to be cultivating. And then we're going to go through another program where we're going to actually teach people. Cause right now we have a real problem in the world at large with people not knowing how to work together in virtual space. It's very dysfunctional because it's all transaction driven. And what we've discovered working together every day is that when we come together and actually work together, <laughs> get on Zoom and work together. We yeah. get 10 times the work done than we would done if we work in our own silos. So if we can if we can bring that thought process, we can bring that mindset and bring in that into and, and teach and coach and show people a better way to increase productivity and and and, and productivity by hiring beautiful people like you and Aisha then we can we can change the world. We can that's how we're doing it. We're doing it for we're not asking for handouts. We're asking people to give us a chance to actually grow and blossom into solving two problems. One, the the difficult conditions that you have to work, which we got to solve that problem. And then we can solve this problem of the whole world trying to figure out how in the hell we work together in virtual space. So I just love what you're doing and I and I and I it's I'm doing it because I want to. I want us to make a pile of money doing it. <laughs> we, we can't stop thanking you because what what you've made us uh, be like. You see, in the first place, when, when I came to, you, I was looking for fifty something like fifty dollars to survive. I remember, yes. But I'm, I'm, after getting some lessons from you for something like two weeks, three weeks, I came to realize there is something which was lacking for me. And then when you offered me a chance and you asked me, you were like, what could help you to change your life or to, 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 to be able to attend my lectures or like my coaching and all that? I think this was divine orchestrated. And then I was like, I need a laptop. I need an iPhone because Kakuma is a bit remote early and the network is that disturbing. <laughs> so I wanted an iPhone which is a bit strong and can catch up with the internet. I didn't know, but it was even constructed because what I asked for is what resulted into getting a job because I needed a laptop to work as a virtual assistant. 
And in the same place, Aisha is lucky. When I looked on the ground, you remember when I was adding Aisha on my team because we had Paul. But when I was adding Aisha on my team, I asked around because we had Kayla. Remember, we talked about Kayla, but she had no laptop. So I we looked for the equipment, and this is what the queer refugees in the camp lab. They, they, I mean, they lack. This is what they lack. They don't have equipment, but there are many wise and beautiful people who can be able to work. You know? So I looked at Aisha. I, I asked Aisha, can you handle social uh, networking or something like social selling? She was like, yes, I can do that. Do you have a laptop? She was, I have a laptop. So I talked to Kayla. I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm turning you down. I want Aisha to take <laughs> because we are not going to take more time. Badly is still a chance. Not in a bad way. You're still on my team, but I have more people that yeah. will come. But let's lead this. Let's be the example. And the people know that Martin transformed my life. We added Aisha. We added the point. At least the example of the talent agents that we're talking about, people can be able to see that we at least living and we are earning just through working online. This gives a chance for everyone yeah. that it doesn't take a huge i mean i mean we, yeah. i think you and i did the numbers and we think with just a quarter of a million dollars we could we could we could build we could get the land and this is another thing you let's just take the 600 people who are living in those 10 huts in that camp mm -hmm. those are creative smart brilliant diamonds if we just got them yeah, a piece of raw land and gave them some gave them i bet they would you take gay people and they're creative and they're productive we gave them yeah. a, a we got a piece of land for them and got some materials for them. They would they would have a beautiful city in no time. We would be connect, We'd have we'd have we'd have access to the internet. We'd have computers, and we could we could begin to really make it. We could, it's not just for ourselves, but just think of the impact we can make on the world. It's it's bigger than you and me, the three of us. Yeah, yeah. Aisha. Yeah, thank you, much. I want to hear the words of you. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. Um, guys, uh, talking about uh, building this world um, of abundance, building this life of the queer community, let me give you um, an example. Me being here, it was, um, I think, uh, it was luck from God. But uh, think about people like me even if they are not um, in this, like uh, building a city, let's not talk about all, let's not see it in one, like having just one house like this, but let's see it in a different yeah. way. You're having a, a, a queer community city whereby someone who is in um, Nairobi and someone who is in Kisumu or someone who has gone still in America, they still have access to work. Even if uh, that is the city we need, it's not only like in one compound or whatever. It's we need that city whereby everywhere the queer family is, everywhere we have a queer person, they have that living, they have that um, like they are just free. They have work. They are doing a lot uh, with their hands and earning a lot. We had these things of being like as if we are beggars in this world. People see us as if we are beggars. We are not beggars. We have no. 
You're just yeah, like we have capacity else. to do everything in our in our with our hands. We have capacity to do whatever, even people who call them straight, they they can do and we can do it better than them. So people should see us as normal people and stop taking us for granted because we are refugees, life is done. No, it's not done. And us as refugees, we should also come out and we are like, you know what, this is not the end of my life. I have to stand up and do whatever I can. We have designers in refugees. We have plumbers, we have builders, we have every, you know, we have all the talents. But the major issue is who is there to help us stand? We, we need to go to get out of our comfort zones and come out to the world and show them what we can do through Martin and other people who are seeing us on this uh, on this show. There are some people who need who want to help us, but they didn't know how to help us. And Martin is showing us, you know what? You can become a virtual assistant, and you, we are doing it. We are earning. It's not yeah. much, yeah. but at least well, yes, you but you're doing yeah. such a really good job. Of course. Of you're course. really helping. You're really helping me grow my business, and yeah. I know you're really helping Mike grow his business. Of and course. that's the point we want to make: is that we're doing two things. One, we're giving you a future. We're, we're bringing you, allowing you to shine and bring your brilliance to the world and make a and make a contribution. And at the same time, we're solving a real problem in the world at large around how to work together in relationships. And your hearts are so big and so full of love that it's a joy to work with you every day. I mean, that's the point. It's, I mean, I would rather, like I said earlier, I would rather take someone who had no idea what a Google spreadsheet was. I can teach you that, but I can't teach you love and compassion and empathy. That's something you've got to come with. And that's what's so beautiful about you, 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 both of you and everyone else that I've met in Africa. And not just, I will say, let me say, what I met when I came to Africa was this. It's the heart of Africa at large. It is not, I don't, I don't find, I know there's a homophobic culture, but my first virtual assistant is a straight African woman from Nairobi. She's got a heart of gold. She met Abba and she met others and she was, she loves you. I mean, she's, and she, so there is a, there is a deep in the heart of Africa there is not a discriminatory belief system. There is a great love for each other and a great love for humans and great love for life. And that's what we've got to bring to life in the in the Africa by being a demonstration of just how beautiful and brilliant. And I hate to say it, but money talks. So you can show the world how, how, how you can build something that actually is financially solvent and profitable with your um, Diamond Mine Talent Agency. People want to get in on that. People want to invest in that because they see the upside potential is so large because it is large. And um, and that's why we're not creating a nonprofit. We're creating a for-profit agency because we because you create a nonprofit, you kind of you kind of your growth is depending on other people. We want our growth to be dependent on the great work and the great contribution that the queer Africans are going to put into this project to make a better world for all of us. So it's bigger than just our own personally. That's what makes it so powerful. It's much, much bigger than just ourselves. It's about a new community that's going to really shift the hearts and minds of Africans so that there's no longer just the American dream. Can you imagine if what, what would Africa feel like if it was like 
people from America wanted to come to Africa to live the African dream. And they can. Yeah. Because we're making it happen. You know, the African dream is to just be free to live and and prosper and make a contribution to the world. And and that and you're you're already doing it. We just need to have, get other people to to join our movement and help us out. So I'm just so thrilled that what you're doing. And, I, and I, I'm here at a conference this week. And I got to tell you that I've been sharing and people are just amazed at what we're doing. So uh, I, I'm just I'm just so proud of both of you. And I just love you both so much. And I want to I want to just give a shout out if anybody would like to support we're, we're in the middle right now of creating a a page that you can go to to find out all about project diamond mine and how you can con contribute financially we haven't quite gotten that ready yet but you can send either abba or myself or aisha you can find us on facebook oh also you tell people if people wanted to to donate to us now and wanted to help support this cause how how is the best or they just wanted to support us because we need we need we need all the help we can get we need help people with like we say we're trying to build a uh, a, a page where people can find us and, and, and donate money. We need help with that. I mean, we there's help. We we can't do this by ourselves. So if you'd like to participate, uh, reach out to Iba or Aisha. And Iba and Aisha, how's the best way for people to find you uh, on the internet so that they can participate in helping us build this this new city and and help us with this project Diamond Mine. Uh, actually, we all on Facebook. It's the best way to go on in Africa and uh, we were using we were other numbers where we are we were on other platforms but frontal agents connection we, we we are finding a sales page that would be a better way for everybody to understand and in a, on in a project diamond mind I think what we need they are partners we need people who can be like partners that's why this is this is uh, this is not uh, a, a non-profit uh, organization that we are creating up. We want people where they, like an investor can benefit, can understand what we're doing. And in the end, they know these are the refugees that are willing to work. And within a few time, they will be able actually to generate some income. And the, 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 that donor, oh, I mean, uh, an investor can benefit from it. Right, right. Yeah, so, so we, we, we need a we need an army of Martin cowards out there. We need an army of people from the from the from yeah. the Western world who can see the beauty and the talent and the brilliance in you guys who who want to get in here and help out like I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. People who are involved in this thing are going to be working now. Like on uh, behind Aisha, I have a team of designers like Shushu, Aisha, and the girls out there, the summer transgenders, they're doing a very wonderful job. And they are good designers. I'm telling you, they're, they can make T-shirts, some, you know, some suits and all that. So right. the person going to invest in that should be aware that he's going to generate a profit from that. We have people who are computer scientists like us. Who are we do get this. technical difficulties sometimes. Yeah talking yeah, around the world but we're doing pretty good so just hold bear with us we'll get there in a moment <laughs> you know you get that so we, we, we want this we, we're not putting it normally to be like in any profit but we want people to all can invest in us and they be like partners then we work together so yeah, yeah. Uh, for that case okay. we're going to, to yeah to draft out uh, a sales page and it would be the best way to go Though, if someone wants to reach out to us, 
they can come directly like contact me or Aisha or you Martin and then we draft down the way the best way they can reach on us yeah so they can Aisha would that work for you I know you've got a Facebook page is it Aisha Peace is that your Facebook page yeah. so that yeah, yeah so if you're listening audience out there please your call to action is to reach out to me Martin Coward reach out to uh, Abba Henry or Aisha Peace on Facebook and just say hello, ask us to be your friends. I saw you on this story with Martin and I want to, I want to, I don't know how yet, but I want to participate because we may, we'll have a story. We'll talk to you on the phone. We'll get on a zoom call with you and we'll say, this is what we're doing. And you, what, what do you like to do? How would you like to help us? You know, do something that feels right for you. Sometimes it might be money. Sometimes it just might be, maybe you've got a talent. I've got a guy the other day who's, 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 who's going to help us make some videos so we can tell our story because that's how that's how we get people to support us by sharing our story. So there's a lot of different ways. And that's one reason why we're having this show today is to let people know what we're doing, what the, a little bit about what the problem is and what we're doing to solve it and ask for some help. We need some help. And if you're one of those people who'd like to help us, please reach out to us because we definitely, so, and if you want to, I'll tell you something. If you want to, if you want to start living a life of joy and happiness, you start getting involved with serving the world, helping other people, and you're going to find that your your in, your interior landscape is going to open up to a place of joy and happiness, just like mine has. I have never been happier. I have never ha I have never <laughs> been more excited, and I've never experienced so much joy since the days I met these people. Uh, and so we are working the. I'm just, I just love, I love you guys. I mean, I absolutely love you so much and I'm so grateful for you and what you're doing that I just, it gives me so much joy to be part of this movement with you. And, um, and also today to give you this chance to, to share what you're doing uh, in the world so we can get some people to help us out. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Martin. And we love you too. And we love <laughs> all the world that loves us more. So, uh -huh. um, Talking about, um, I wanted to talk about what Abba was talking about. Uh, you know, people should see us and understand who we are. We're um, behind this team. Aisha is a fashion designer by profession. Um, and mostly, yes, I'm not so good in clothes, but I'm mostly in shoes and bags. So if you give me that, <laughs> that area, you know you will get the best of it. And I also do uh, bead necklaces. I do bead necklaces and bangles so perfectly. So we have people like me and more like Shushu, like everyone out there. So what we need is um, a hand that can support. Not if all of us cannot be virtual assistants, but if we can get machines and we also some others will sit on the machines and they are doing a certain job, they are earning some little money, then that is okay with us. So yeah. this investment yeah. is the best of it, is we are going to help people stop begging and they do their own and earn something, they earn a living. So that is the city we want to build. Yeah. Of people I mean, who yeah. are doing whatever they want to do. So let's put that out there too. That Aisha is also a very talented uh, designer, and she hand makes bags and shoes and things. And so reach out to her, and I bet you she would not only design something for you, but can you imagine how nice it would be to have 
something that was handcrafted, hand designed by someone as lovely as Aisha and talented as her. So that's a great, I'm glad you added that on here, Aisha, because yes, that's a great way to support. Maybe you just like to have some beautiful uh, handmade handbags or shoes from that were made by Aisha from Africa. That, and uh, uh, I mean, this wasn't made by Africa, but I'm going to just interrupt and show. I can't I'll show my belt that I bought in <laughs> Africa. And they're just such, I mean, I love that belt. I wear it everywhere I go and I get so many comments on it. So there's a lot of beautiful things that come out of Africa that you can, yeah. that we can help you get those too. So thank you for adding that piece on because it's truly, truly, they're just beautiful gifted people with a lot to give and a lot to contribute. And we want to just give you an opportunity to do that. Thank you. <laughs> so we've gone over the half hour, which is fine with me because you're both worth it. You know, I could go on and talk to you for over an hour because I love you both so much. But I, <laughs> I think people get a little worried, weary after about 30 minutes. So we're going to sign off here now. But I just want to let everybody know that uh, meet you guys. And uh, if you want to, if you want to get to know me, you can certainly me, send me a direct message or I have a Facebook group called financial heart space for gay, transgender and bisexual men. And uh, I'd love to have you join us over there if you want to, to do that. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you both so much for coming on today and sharing your story and getting the world to know what beautiful people you are and how much we're just, we just, the world wants you to win and I want you to win. And thank you so much. In the meantime, may love and prosperity prevail. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you appreciated, where we can improve, and any topic you want to know about for future episodes. If you would like to find out more ways you can participate in the Abundance Mindset and Prosperity Living Movement, join our private Facebook group, The Financial Mystics Sanctuary. If you are a gay, transgender, or bisexual man, ready and willing to explore how negative thinking about money is impacting you and our tribe, join our private Facebook group, Financial Heart Space for Gay, Transgender, and Bisexual Men, a sanctuary for GBTQ business leaders to love and support each other. May love and prosperity prevail.